0: Good evening, welcome to another edition of VP Live Talk Radio. It's been a long time, I know, I don't want to hear it. I know it's been a long time, but like I said, I'm only going to do this show, this podcast, if I have things I want to talk about. And there are things I want to talk about. And the person, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to help me talk about these things. Where is he? There he is. Let's bring my friend on. Let's bring my friend Mr. Bird on got to talk to him. Hello. Hello Andrew. What's up? How are you, sir?
1: I'm good. How are you? It's been a minute.
0: Yes, it has been a minute, but you know what? We always find our way back. We always somehow end up back together doing this wonderful thing that we do. Yes, sir. <laughs> so, real quick before we get to anything. So, just so everybody knows what I'm doing tonight is number one. Where's my show notes? I need my show notes.
1: You have notes? You didn't tell me I needed notes.
0: Oh, you don't need notes. Only I need notes. Uh, I'm sure Andrew and everybody knows the Sacramento uh, band flavors. And we're going to have a vape shop owner on. His name is Brian. He's from Vape Bunker. He owns a... That's his vape shop in Sacramento. And he just found out the other day, like everybody else, that flavors have been banned. So I would guess that's the end of his business, which is horrific. Fucking horrific. I want you to understand... What happens when you just ignore these things, or nothing's done, and these things go through? A flavor ban goes through. A vape shop's done. But we're gonna talk to this guy. I'm very happy Brian's coming out. I feel terrible for the guy. It's terrible what's happening. I hope he can somehow continue business, but I don't know how. When you're not gonna be allowed to sell flavored e liquids, how the fuck you could have a vape shop and not have flavored e liquids? I mean. It's insane. And unfortunately, this is what's going on in California. Thank God we're not in California, Andrew. <laughs> it's, getting really, it's getting really bad in California. So Brian's going to come on. Then I wanted Andrew to join because quite a bit of the show has to do with music, to be honest. Um, I went and saw Kiss in, in uh, Madison Square Garden, and I want to talk about that. <laughs> I've, got, I've got a story for that. Um, I want to talk about just some music things in general, and Andrew's good for that. And then there's other things I want to talk about as well, obviously. Our guest is going to be calling it about 7.15, and it's what about, excuse me, five after seven now. Yeah, but a lot of things have seven. happened since I, have, I haven't done a show in probably a month or two. I mean, I know it's been a while. I, I went and uh, Tea Time was at uh, National Vape Expo a few weeks ago. What was it? Maybe a month ago. I don't even know when it was. It was a while ago, maybe two weeks to a month ago. Anyway, I, uh-huh. had, I had Tea Time there. It was a great event. A lot of people came up. I had listeners actually come up. Um, I, it was just it, the whole thing was great. You know, what was great about that event was usually, and you know this, Andrew, on Saturdays, those events are really busy. And on Sundays, they suck. Not this one. Sunday was actually good, too. Both days were just really, really good. Slam with people, a lot of good stuff. I got to meet listeners and I got to meet fans of Tea Time. And, it, you know, it was it was cool. It's the only one I do. It's the only uh, convention I do every year is that that one because, honestly, I can drive to it. It's only an hour from my house. Right, Andrew? I mean, uh, you can't fucking do I mean, they have them going on every two weeks. They're all over the place. It's, it's fucking ridiculous. I can't, you you know,
1: know, for two and a half years, I did everyone that came up. Anyone that I could get to, I went to. This last six months, I've been there. Fuck it.
0: Yeah. Fuck it. I mean, seriously. Oh, but, oh before we get to anything, hang on. Before we get to anything, so I have Andrew on. So on Andrew's, uh, one of Andrew's uh, Facebooks here, um, he posted something that I thought was funny. He said, 15,000 comments and I'll shove an egg up my ass, then lay it on Facebook Live. So I saw this and I'm like, that's funny. And people, you've got 15,000 comments. I've got close <laughs> to probably 16,000 now. Okay. So, so what are you, you going to do?
1: You know, I haven't figured it out. <laughs>
0: You've got to do something. I mean, you know what? Now you got to do something, it's got to be outrageous because people are honestly going to expect you to shove that egg up your ass and lay it out. You have to do something that involves your ass and an egg and something that's not comfortable. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, I openly said I've I've had worse, yeah. you know? You so, know, and everyone's like, wait, what? Yeah, and you- people keep sending me the same meme about uh, – how you, inside of your butt is warm enough to hard boil an egg? <laughs> and the comment below that the guy says, "Oh no, I'm not falling for this one again."
0: I'm going to tell you something. It's going to be very interesting to see what you do. I will be staying tuned to see how you deal because you have to do something now. You got the comments, so you have to. Something's going to occur. So
1: yeah, wh- I mean, but I mean, that's Maddie Lee. That's not Andrew Bird. No, that shit. it's
0: still. <laughs> Well, then Maddie Lee has to, you know, step up. He's got to do something. You just can't leave it at that like nothing happened. You know that, right? Something has to be yeah, done. Yeah, I mean,
1: we got Easter Sunday, you know. That's a perfect time to drop an egg.
0: Uh, yes, it is. It is a perfect time to drop an egg. I think I think you really should. I think you really <laughs> <laughs> I think you were, you know, I think you really should just get like a really small egg and just shove it up there. <laughs>
1: push it shit it out on Facebook live that'd be the best i mean <laughs> i mean those that secondary accounts meant for getting banned or whatever or <laughs> so when my well, other account gets banned i hop on that one you well, know may, so, I mean, well maybe
0: maybe if you like film it like in the shadow like just film the shadow of it maybe you'll be okay just <laughs> as long as we, we can see
1: that's <laughs> I don't know the really weird fucking part is my older brother goes I'll videotape it for you. I was like Jesus.
0: Oh really? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he wants to be- <laughs> Oh, that's great. That's good. That's ridiculous. Man, this is this is silly. All right.
1: <laughs> I, I just acted you're just, just being ridiculous as shit, so, like I, I was like, "There's no way this is gonna happen." And I didn't think so sudden, either.
0: I thought there was no way. Like you had for a while, you had like six or seven thousand comments, and like he's not gonna get the comments. It's not gonna happen. It's funny at all, and somehow it just blew up, and like boom, the next day it had over fifteen thousand comments. So people are gonna be definitely ex- expecting something, and uh, so if something does happen, it's gonna happen on Easter, is what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's great. I'll be watching Facebook on Easter. Um, let's, <laughs> let's move on We're going to be talking about music too And oh by the way okay, Because I saw a lot of this in the news In the past couple months since I've fucking done a show By the way Do you hear that Andrew? I do Okay, I'm going to continue to listen to that Penis is clean, your highness. Okay I, I know everybody's telling me I can't listen to that Fuck you I'm going to keep on listening to that Right, Andrew? Why can't I listen to this? Why why
1: can't we listen to that?
0: Because it's R. Kelly. God forbid you listen to R. Kelly. Can't listen to him anymore. That's what society says. Fuck that shit. I'm listening to R. Kelly. (laughs) I'm not listening to all R. Listen, it's not all R. Kelly, but that song, I'm listening to that song. Sorry. Oh, and this one, too. Hang on. Um, what is that other one that I, that I like? There's only two R. Kelly songs I like. The rest I could give a shit about. Oh, this one here. You'll know this one, Andrew.
2: There we go. This one
0: you'll know. Hang on, let me shut that off. Oh, wait. I put download. Okay. Here's the other song. Yeah, there's this whole thing because of, you know, you saw that R. Kelly documentary. I saw the R. Kelly documentary. Um... Yes, I do think he's doing some uh, Crazy fucking shit with underage girls Which he should not be doing And he should be in jail if he's doing it But I'm sorry I'm going to listen to R. Kelly songs Oh, here's the other one There's only two songs I want to listen to The one I played and this one Hang on This one, Andrew You know this one, right? Let me back it up
1: Oh, yeah Oh, yeah Come
0: on I can't listen to Keep It On The Down Low nobody has to know i'm listening to that i'm sorry i understand the guy's fucked up he's doing some fucked up shit but uh i'm listening to those two songs sorry society for fuck's sakes i'm listening to this one too this is that fucking uh takashi 69 andrew not supposed to listen to him either right We're not supposed to listen to him because he's Uh, a snitch.
1: Because he's a a snitch, yeah.
0: I don't care. This song is great.
1: (laughs) I don't give a shit.
0: That that shit just
1: slams in the fucking car, though, for real. I mean,
0: come on. I can't listen to that. Get the fuck out of here. I'm going to listen to that. You know what else I'm going to listen to? I'm going to listen to this, too. Right here. This is classic. I'm going to listen to Michael Jackson, too. How about that? I'm not supposed to listen to him either, Andrew. Society means no, we can't listen to him. After services that documentary, he's a pedophile now, so nobody can listen to him. Fuck you, I'm listening to this.
1: How can you not listen to this? How great is this? I can go on and on and on. What what about Bobby Brown, you know? Shit like that. You know, there's a bunch of rappers from the early 90s till now that are doing the same shit they've been doing, you know. All kinds of people doing shit, and they're hand-picking who and who so that it, it looks like a bigger scheme thing. Well, here's Fuck the thing.
0: Em. Okay, so, yeah. So, Michael Jackson's documentary comes out, and I saw the documentary. Listen, do I think that he molested these kids? Uh, it's I think there's a pretty good chance something ha- I don't know. Something happened. I, I, I do. I do. I think something happened somewhere with kids. It's horrific. He should be He's dead now, and if he wasn't, he should be in jail if he did this. Yes, and it's absolutely horrific if he did do this. But the fact of the matter is, is I'm going to listen to this fucking song. I'm sorry. He's, he's a talented guy. This is a, a, an amazing song. And before you sit there and say, well, how can you? Well, how about this? How about all you motherfuckers that are watching? Uh, who's that fucking director, Andrew? The one that slept with his wife's underage daughter. Woody, ha- or Woody, Woody, Woody Allen. What about Woody? If you're watching fucking Woody Allen movies. If you're watching Woody Allen movies, shut the fuck up. That guy... He slept with his wife's underage daughter and then ended up leaving his wife for her and marrying her. Oh, yeah, that's a stand-up guy. Roman Polanski, ever watch a Roman Polanski film? Look what he fucking did. He's still hiding outside of the fucking country for uh, being with underage uh, uh, girls.
1: Weinstein,
0: you know? Yes. You know, there's there's Jesus. a list. It, it, it goes on um, and on. So I'm going li- to I don't care what society says. I I don't I don't support any person in the world who would uh, do anything to harm or sexually molest a child. at All they're fucking sick fucks. They should be dead or in jail. But I'm going to listen to Working Day and Night from Michael Jackson. <laughs> I'm
1: going to listen to You know, it. and then there's uh who is it? Michael Horowitz or that um one on the writer's dad. Yep. Um, that oh here's, shit! That here, happened.
0: Here's a great one for all you uh, 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 middle-aged women out there who just love Hoda and Kathy Lee. Oh, Kathy Lee Gifford. Kathy Lee Gifford. What a wonderful human being. No, years what twenty something years ago, she fucking uh, got caught uh, using a, a sweatshop. She had children in a sweatshop making her products, and then pre- lied about it and pretended to be stupid. Like oh, I didn't know what was going on. She knew motherfucking well what was going on. Oh yeah. And that's okay, right? But it's okay to watch her. So before you sit there and say, oh, you! how dare you listen to the Michael Jackson or the, or, or, or the R. Kelly or blah, 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 whatever. Shut up. I like it. I'm going to listen to it. It's ridiculous. Just stop it.
1: <laughs> you know, it's like um, on that note as well, there was a couple of people throwing a shit fit about uh, Phil Anselmo from Pantera and Super Joint Ritual. Yes. Uh, like three years ago, he threw up a salute. uh, uh a military salute, and people went nuts, and they started speaking up against him, and I'm like, guys, he's been doing that since the early 90s. You've played on stage with him and have seen him do it thousands of times, and just now you want to say something about it? Fuck it out of here.
0: Uh, let me tell you something. The only concert I ever got hurt in my life was at a Pantera concert in New Haven, Connecticut, New Haven Coliseum, and I was, we were on the floor and this fucking girl was standing in front of me, this really hot girl. And I'm standing, you know, they're jamming out and shit. And this guy comes flying in through the air, just flying through the air. And the girl looks back at me, looks up and just steps right out of the way. So the oh. guy goes right into me. I go flying down. I slam my head against the concrete. I mean, I I saw stars <laughs> for like 10 seconds. Um and, and she just, you know, got away scot-free, and I, I laid there for – you know, I got back up, whatever. It fucking hurt, though. That fucking hurt. Having someone fly into you and knock you down on concrete fucking hurts.
1: But it was a I great mean, concert. We used to do that at the hardcore punk shows and shit like that, but when you're not expecting it, it will fuck you up worse.
0: Yeah. Oh, no, absolutely. I wasn't expecting it at all. I mean, that was just out of, out, out of nowhere. I mean, that was that was just crazy. Uh, yeah, Call-in number 15- –
1: yeah. Ten to fifteen years ago, you know, I was all heavy into that shit. Right. Oh yeah. Heavy, no, no, me fucking too. Fucking heavy music, throwing shit, you know, you'd watch people get their heads stomped on.
0: You know, I'll always be into I, I I'm into all kinds of music, but that that's really my my introduction to music was was heavy music. And I'll talk about that later when we talk about the whole KISS thing. I mean KISS it's had such an influence on me at such a such a early age. Hang on, I just want to see if Brian's ready so he can call in and we can talk to him. Ba-ba-ba-ba. I'm gonna say you can call in now Brian. Okay. Did I just do that? Okay. So I'm letting him know we can call in. Because I told him to call him about seven fifteen. I really want to talk to this guy. This is a, I, I can I you know what I, I had I had the vape shop. I rem- I worked in a vape shop for years. I couldn't imagine a flavor band going through. And all that time and work and effort you put into something just to, just to be taken away. It's, it's, it's crazy. I can't imagine. I would be so irate. I wouldn't I wouldn't even know how I would react or what I would do. You know, and, and it's a shame. And I know some people sit there and say, oh, well, then, you know, you shouldn't put your, you shouldn't be, uh, uh, you know, it's the vape industry. That's what happens. You know, if you're depending on this to make a living, then, you know, you're a fool. Well, fuck you. I, a lot of people do. Why can't they depend on the on, on the vape industry, you know vape industry to make a living? I do, Andrew does. <laughs> you know,
1: it's a phenomenal yeah.
0: industry. I mean, is it risky? Absolutely, it's risky. Oh, it's what it's
1: the riskiest. Uh, but let me tell you something. I've been in.
0: It's even more risky working for somebody, to be honest, because working for somebody, they can come to me the next day and say, "Oh, we're going out of business. You're fired. Bye," you know. I'd much rather take a chance and run my own business and be working in this industry than have to work for anybody else and just be subject to, you know, whatever they decide they want to keep me or let me go, whatever the fuck it is. Hang on, let me, uh, let me bring Brian on. I think he's right here. Let's hit this. Hello, Brian. Uh, can you hear me? Yes, sir. Hi. Uh, here, let me turn you up. There you go. Yeah, so this, and the name of your store is uh, Vape Bunker, correct?
2: Vape bunker by Gourmet,
0: yeah. Yes, and your st- so your stores in uh, Sacramento. Now, I have a few questions. Yes, I have a few questions for you. My first question is, from because I'm not really aware, maybe you know, from the time frame of when they introduced this flavor ban and said we want to enact a flavor ban in Sacramento, to the point of the other day of it actually going through. How much time did it actually take? Was it months? Was it weeks? Was it you know short or long?
2: Um, we started hearing inklings back uh, back in August or September. Um, the first hearing on it was in October, uh, so we're talking about six to eight months.
0: So six to eight months—that's pretty quick. Yes, I mean that's, that's yes. We we've had flavor bands introduced here in Connecticut for years, and thankfully they never go through. But uh, you know, there's a it's a, it's a pretty long process, but that that's fairly quick. So now that the, now my well, question, um, go ahead, go ahead,
2: go ahead. Okay, so my question. Unfortunately, by the time we heard anything, mm-hmm. um, our opponents had already had multiple uh, closed door meetings with our representatives. So it was already well underway before anyone had been exposed to it.
0: Now, I would imagine they had hearings about this. Did you go to the hearings? Yes. Now, when you spoke at the hearings, you or anybody there for that matter that was against this ban do you feel like they were listening to you or do you feel like they just had their mind made up and they're just, you know, they going through the motions at this point?
2: Absolutely not. Uh, when we went to um, the, the, so the first conversation that we had with uh, representatives, we were invited to a stakeholder meeting. Um, and when we arrived, we weren't at city hall. We were at a, actually at an adjunct office for the police force mm-hmm. and a lot of us met there arrived expecting to meet with our representatives and voice our concerns and turns out the whole thing was just put on by staffers who had promised to to take our concerns collectively summarize them and then pass them on to our reps and none of what we said really made it into conversations we had with them later oh my god
0: this is unbelievable
2: yes. you you paid so the- it, it seems that the entire process was Basically, uh, a dog and pony show, and we were looking at a a foregone conclusion from the get-go.
0: Right. Have you ever, you know, like, for example, here, uh, years ago, a few years ago, I actually uh, had a vape shop here. I don't anymore, but I did. And I actually contacted my representative, Elizabeth, uh, I can't remember her last name. Anyway, I I sent her an email, and I asked her to uh, come out. I'd love for her to come out to my business and sit down, and we'd love to talk to you and educate you. Because she was so far up Richard Blumenthal's ass with this anti-vaping thing. I'm like, well, you know, maybe she just doesn't know. Maybe she needs to hear from us and get our side. You know, maybe she's just been, well, who knows? So I invited her out right. and I, I, got a, I got a straight up no. Um, and I, pretty much the email was no. And I don't like your type of business because you target children. And I'm saying, wait the fuck a minute. I'm, I might, I pay taxes. Might I'm t- t-. actually impressed you got a response. <laughs> well, she, pay, uh, she should come out. What, my, our tax dollars are paying her salary. She's our representative for our area. Any other <clears throat> business that would have invited her out, she would have said, I will be there absolutely. Because she, that, her job is serving us the same there where you are. Yeah, That's just you insane. Would so. yeah, you would think so. I mean, so, okay, so but now... Now this flavor ban goes through. It's not. It's not immediate now, right? I mean, does it have a date? Do they have a date yet when it takes effect? January first, twenty twenty. January. Oh my God. So nine months. End of the year. And what does that mean for your business? Can yeah. you still even stay in business at this point?
2: Well, uh-huh. to be honest, um, we are located in Sacramento, but we're in unincorporated. We're outside the city limits, so this particular ban will not affect my shop directly.
0: Oh, thank That doesn't
2: mean it's not worth fighting. And we've been to every meeting and we've been fighting it to the mail strictly to give a voice to the community, uh, people who can't be there, people who can't speak or don't have the time themselves. There are a lot of small business owners in Sacramento that can't hand the keys off to somebody else for the day and and go handle these things or uh, can't rely on on, on transportation to make it out there and things like that. So I had that opportunity because I have a, a pretty strong support base in my shop, and so we were able to. To go do that without having to shut down over the other day, things like that. Right. And we've been fighting it tooth and nail because every single state, every city that falls, every 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 time the ants score a win, it's another dominant for us. And if we can't stop it somewhere, it doesn't stop anywhere.
0: Right. Well, you know, and what's happening now is what we've been warned about for the past at least three years now, which a lot of the advocates that work in this have been saying, I've been saying it too. You know, we're so focused on federal. We yeah. got to worry about the states. The states are the ones that could really right. screw us up, <laughs> and they are.
2: Well, I mean, and, yeah, I, you know, friends like Stephen and Fig Ramsey, they've been saying for a long time, it's like, you guys are focused on the FDA, but if you guys don't stand up and fight, we're not going to make it to twenty twenty two now twenty twenty one. Right.
0: Absolutely. Ah. And in
2: California, I mean,
0: so so anybody inside the city, so if there's a vape shop inside Sacramento that's inside the city limits. Starting G- January, they're done. I mean, how could they stay in business if yes. you
2: can't sell flavored e-liquid? And the funny... No, they, that, that's the point. And, and the funny... And, and the, the city is lauding itself, saying, well, we're not, we're not banning paper in its entirety. You can still buy unflavored. Well, you can buy something that doesn't have characterizing flavors. I have 17 tobacco flavors that I make, and not a single one of them doesn't have a characterizing flavor. Right. Apple pie RY four, Both the apple pie and the RY4 are characterizing flavors. Right. And if if you have a strict tobacco flavor, you have to ask yourself at the end of the day, well, if I'm putting TFA or Flavor West into this, is that still a characterizing flavor? It says tobacco, but I don't know what this means at this point. Right. And so I have collectively of all the customers I have, and we have in our loyalty program, 2,000 customers registered. I have one customer who prefers unflavored. Right. Strictly because she's therapeutically vaping. She wants her nicotine. She doesn't care about flavors, and she wants her clothes to last as long as possible.
0: Right. One
2: yep. out of 2,000 that this will be a fit for.
0: Right. It's insane. It, you know, and the funny thing is when we had a flavor ban, we had a hearing here just a few months ago. About two months ago, we had a hearing here. And I went and I spoke, and I was explaining. The, 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 well, actually, one of the the uh, legislators, actually, he asked me. I, I got him to ask me questions, and he said, um. How many, when you, when you had the vape shop, he said, how many of your customers bought flavored e-liquids as opposed to tobacco and menthol? And I said, well, it's funny you say that. I said, because when it comes to e-liquid, tobacco and menthol are flavor. It's not flavored e-liquids. And then we sell tobacco and menthol. Tobacco and menthol are flavorings used to make the e-liquids. So if you put this flavor band through, there's not going to be tobacco, menthol, no flavors. There'll be nothing because tobacco and menthol is a flavor. And he looks at everybody, he looks around, he goes, I did not know that. And they all look stumped. And then literally three weeks later, flavor ban gone. They, they threw it out. Um, you know, it's it's just little things like that that, that they, they don't understand. I mean, at least here, you know, they, they listen to us. They do listen to us. Thank God we have a wonderful lobbyist. We're a very small state. Uh, even though we're a democratic state, we're a lot like California in ways, unfortunately. Um, we're not as bad as they are with, 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 with vaping out there. It's not just Sacramento. It's everywhere out there. It is the worst. It's just as bad as New York.
2: Yeah. I mean, it, so... Well, yeah, we're creating we're a, a statewide ban as well. And it's it, it's devastating. I mean, you consider what 60% of the American market is based here in California. There's a large concentration in Southern California of manufacturers for liquid and, and hardware and all kinds of things here. And if that market goes away... The, the the options that are left are relocate to another state that's more friendly, shut down entirely, or move overseas.
0: Right. It's. It, 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 I mean, oh, were you going to move your vape shop overseas? I mean, unfortunately for vape shop owners, it's done. All these years, all this hard work you've put in, you, you all these people you got off cigarettes, you think you'd be rewarded. <laughs> they're not rewarding you. They're punishing you. It's the craziest thing ever. I mean, I've... I've been doing this 10 years.
1: It's because we're taking money from the pharmaceutical companies. Yeah, but
2: California... It it feels a lot like you pulled off on the side of the road to help somebody change a tire, and as soon as you get them on the road and they start moving along, emergency vehicles come by and run you over.
0: Yeah, right. Exactly.
2: (laughs) That's that's a good
0: analogy. That's exactly... That's a danger, man. It's nuts. And no matter... You know, I remember years and years and years ago... When they started the whole vaping can lead to smoking cigarettes, and I remember saying to to everybody, whoever was around years and years ago when this started happening, I said, "There's no way people are going to believe that." I just, there's no way you'd have to be a moron to believe that vaping would lead you to smoke cigarettes. That's just ridiculous. That's never going to go anywhere. And they all said, "Oh, yes, it will." You see, it sure as hell did. It, it they they've kept that and they've gone with it. And it works and, and and people believe it. I mean it's just insane. The how how a
2: no, I mean, the biggest the biggest play in the state and national stage right now is that we need to protect kids from, from nicotine addiction. But the issue that they're completely ignoring and we can't seem to get legislators to, to recognize either, is that the same kids that are engaging in vaping are the kids that are engaging in alcohol use, they're smoking, they're engaging in unprotected sex, they're drinking, and they're doing all those things at much higher rates than they're vaping. It's not about vaping flavors are attracting kids in. It's that kids that are prone to risky behavior are going to engage themselves in things they know are dangerous and bad for them, and they're rebelling and they're going to do it. I mean, if, if you tell kids that they can't smoke crack, that's going to be the next epidemic. Yeah. They, they are going to rebel. They're going to pick up what they what, what they're told they can't. And it doesn't make sense when you have minors who are already breaking the law to access these products to make criminals of adults in order to protect those kids who are already breaking the law. They're not going to stop breaking the law because you made the law uh, more expansive.
0: Right. No, 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 they're not. And, uh, you know, the, the funny thing is here with, with, when we had these hearings a few months ago, these legislators must've said "jewel" 50,000 times, um, and a lot of them were even saying to us, we don't want to punish you or your business. We just don't want kids using these things anymore. We know they're using those jewels and jewel this and jewel that. They were all jewel, jewel, jewel. I mean, it was crazy. Um, and, and that now but yeah. because but because of that now they're focused in Connecticut on twenty twenty one's gonna go through anyway. That's gonna be a nationwide thing. That's just gonna happen. Uh, we well, can't Yeah, T
1: twenty one. I'm in Virginia. Guess who backed it the most?
0: Uh, yeah. yeah. I'm sure. Altria and Phil no, and of, Morris. Of course they did. <laughs> of
2: course. We have, Bam. We have T21 here in California already. We have for two years. Oh, almost three. But the thing about T21 here in California is that when they signed it in, they made the the grave mistake of removing uh, legal systems in play to punish underage uh, access. So you, you have a 17-year-old who gets a hold of a Juul product now, and there is no – repercussion in play for that 17 year old right there's nothing they, they they absolutely removed the punishment system in place for underage access so you catch them with cigarettes you catch them with with, with a vape product it doesn't matter there's no punishment in place for that well it's so funny there's no incentive for them to do it.
0: that's right and, and you know what's interesting is here in connecticut we have a huge problem with car break-ins it's out of control in every town, doesn't matter if you're in a rich town and a poor town, it's happening everywhere. And it's all kids. Because the way it is here, if you're under eighteen and you break into a car or steal a car you're going to go to a juvenile hall for a couple days. You're going to be out and get right back to your parent. There's no consequence. So they don't care. They're, they're, they're going on robbing and stealing car sprees. And everybody's going, great fucking laws. If, if you create a law saying, hey, you know what? You do this. You're going to go away for something. You've got to give them a punishment so they stop doing it because there's no real punishment for them. So they're going to keep on doing it. They don't give a shit if they get caught. They're going to be out next week doing it anyway.
2: you're we've we've been saying to legislators here in california that the best the best move they can make if they want to curb underage access is to create a verified strong legal stance to provide punishments for not only those who partake but also those who provide yes create a consequence i mean a a small fine here that's not going to hurt a business and and slapping a kid on the wrist and taking away his jewel pot not going to hurt the kid but if uh that that uh, teenager faces uh, criminal actions, their parents for, for ignoring their their, uh, uh, their actions would be facing uh, legal re- repercussions. I remember back in the 80s, if uh, your kid was caught skateboarding in places that had been designated against that, then you would face a legal fine as a parent. That's right. And that kept a lot of people from letting their kids go skateboarding wherever the hell they wanted to because they were being held legally responsible for it but there's no system in place. There's no punishment in place for, for any of this except for the business owners. And even the business owner uh, punishments are so lax that it hasn't been curbing uh, access. So now they're doing a, a knee jerk reaction and, and threatening to take away the entire community and industry. And it's still not going to stop it. It's going to create black markets. We're already seeing in Oakland where they banned all uh, vapor, all, all flavors and menthol cigarettes. Mm-hmm. They didn't have an exemption for, for menthol. Entrepreneurial young people are going outside of Oakland to places like Hayward and um, uh, Walnut Creek, where they can still get menthol cigarettes, bringing them back into Oakland and selling them for twenty dollars a pack now. Right, and they're and making and they're making a killing. <laughs> where people want to access it and they can't, you're gonna find a black market.
0: And you know what's surprising to me is I my, I have a niece who's uh, sixteen. And uh, she's in high school, and I had her on my uh, podcast last year because I wanted to really find out where kids were getting e-cigarettes from and this whole thing with the kids and vaping and everything. And uh, it, it, it was very, very fascinating to hear, hear what she had to say. But what she was saying is is that, you know, I, I, I asked – well, actually, before I get to that, I asked her. I said, are there kids in school that are dealing, you know, like jewel pods or e-cigarettes or e-liquid or something? Because, you know – and she's like no actually there isn't which i was really surprised
1: what but, yeah because i'll well, tell you no no the they're not getting
0: caught doing it is what that is. Well, I don't, I don't know. I mean, she, no, she's really she's really asked about that stuff. If there, I she's told me there's weed dealers, just kids who sell weed. I'm like the weed dealers don't sell them. She goes, no. I'm really surprised because that you know, listen, if I was in high school, i will tell you right now, I'd be I'd be the guy selling the JUUL pods. Good. I
2: mean, there's no, probably no, some no, the big that's money that's in my, it. My my only thought. On that I plead the your, fifth. Your daughter
0: must not be exposed. Yeah.
2: Uh, to the people who are doing it, because when when I was in junior high, I was selling joke colas to the basketball team because, you know, the extra caffeine is like, why not? And I, I got it. My mom would get cases of it for like two, three dollars, and I was selling them for a dollar a pop and I even had a church key on me to open the bottles. You know, that's the, f- the entrepreneurial. people They're going to they're going to find ways to sell things to that people.
0: Want. That's funny you say that, because. We there was a kid in our high school that sold fucking or middle. That was high school. He sold Joe Color because we lived in a in a town where there was like really nothing. We couldn't get it. So he would go to New York City and get it, and he'd bring it back to the school. We'd pay him like three, four bucks a can for that shit. It was Joe Cola, you know? Um, yeah.
2: yeah. Well, yeah, I, I grew up on a military base, and the only place you could get Joel was, at, uh, Joel was at the PX. My mom worked there. Yeah. So the kids I went to high school with, they weren't all necessarily military brats. So they would buy them from me because they couldn't get them.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, you know, it's, it, and I'll tell you what. You tell a convenience store they're going to get a $1,000 fine for every uh, person they uh, sell e cigarettes or cigarettes to that isn't of age. You see how fast they straighten up their ID checking. (laughs) I'll say that right now. You see how fast that happens. They don't have any consequences either. I mean, where they get a warning the first time. I think here it's a warning the first time, maybe a $50 fine the second time. That's nothing. They don't care about that. You know, you got to give them consequences.
2: suspension of license. Uh, so I think it's like three months or first time, six months, a second, and the third time they revoke it entirely. But the the fact of the matter is uh, the, the CDC's own information just, just showed that the most likely place for teens accessing uh, e-cigarettes that aren't online is at CVS and Rite Aid pharmacies because they're so busy. they got so many people coming through nobody's checking shit. Right. You know, at, at my shop, we check IDs on site and i have been working with our POS uh vendor uh we use clover right now i'm trying to find something that will integrate with the clover system that will allow us to scan like bar and club or uh the the fake finder uh scanning apps i have a tablet in my shop where we can scan ids and it'll spit back the date but i want something that's integrated that won't allow people to ring up anything unless they have a verified id right now we're using age verify which uh, you, punch, you punch in the date from the ID, and it, it spits back whether or not that person's of legal age. But I still want to automate that system and take the guesswork out of it entirely.
0: You know, I'm really, really shocked that a company hasn't come. – there's got to be a company that's developing something right now that, you know, could be as simple as whether you're online, at a store, whatever the hell it is. You simply just scan your driver's license, and that's it. I mean, you know, boom. There's There's got to be – I don't know why – that can't be hard right. to
2: create. That's, that's what I'm talking about. There are apps where you can scan them and it'll, it'll spit back the, the verified age and it'll, it, it'll even tell you if it's a fake. But there isn't a system in place where it's verified, where, yeah. where, it's, where it's integrated into the POS. Right. Like in my system, if, if punching somebody was born in 1999, they're not old enough to buy in California and it won't allow you to approve the order. You can't sell them anything unless they have a verified age. But if I, if I had an integrated system where we could just scan it and say, nope, this person can't buy
0: that would be ideal. Yeah. Well, I'm sure. So, I mean, so, something's is good because it's not just this industry; it's other industries as well. I mean, you have the alcohol industry. You have the you know industries that want to sell online and need a way to age verify, and the uh, whole uh, oh just have them sign for it. No, 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 no. If I want some if you if if you send something, it costs almost seven dollars to get the post office to get an adult signature required for somebody to sign for something if they have to be of age. And not only that, they've got to be at home to sign it. Most people are at work during the day, you know, they're not sitting at home to have to sign for something. So I mean there's the the, the, the this everything's being bought online now. I'm sure something's gonna come out at some point that's gonna make it very simple to age verify. And I can't wait till it does, because we really do do need something like that. Um, now one more, I don't want to keep you long. I I really thank you for coming on. I do have one more question though. Mm-hmm. Now you were saying Nothing that in California, um, they're looking to do this statewide. They want to like, have like a statewide flavor ban. Um, is that being halted? Is that, I mean, where's that at? That's not like, you don't think that's going to happen, do you?
2: There's, 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 no signs of halting at present, uh, uh, they, the bill is uh, State Bill 38, SB 38, and we fought it, uh, it was the uh, 27th of March. Yep. We were down uh, where Senator Hill presented the bill, and it is an all-out flavor ban across the state. And we, we uh, weighed in on it. We only, we're only allowed a few moments to speak on it, uh, basically just uh, listing our names each and saying, I strongly oppose. That's all we had time for. <laughs> Uh, it's being visited again uh, at the state capitol this Monday at 10 a.m. at the Appropriations Committee. Uh, we did have a call to action to try and gather the people to go to it, but we, we learned uh, last night that it's not an event with uh, attending because it won't be up for debate, it won't be up for comment at all. It's simply going to be presented to the Appropriations Committee and then, and then move on. So we're still uh, waiting right now to hear where it goes next. And it looks like it may be end of May, early June where it goes to the government operations uh, committee, and that's where we will weigh in and try and get support and, and arrive in, in force.
0: So it's not over yet. There's still, there's, there's sti- no. It, yeah. it's well, I hope. I really hope they have some common sense and listen to this. I mean, I, I. It seems hopeless in California. I hate to say that because it's just been so bad. But you know what? In all fairness, they they've been doing this for years, and there still hasn't been a flavor ban yet. So there's still hope. There's still hope. (laughs) I really, I really. What what is that, Andrew?
2: I said in some places. The issue that we've been facing is that in the last two years, um, the organizations that are fighting against us, uh, we have the American Lung Association, American Heart Association, uh, the African-American Tobacco Control Leadership Council. uh, We have the Soul Project, uh, Saving Our Legacy. Uh, These groups have been fighting in each city that they can get heard. And in a lot of cities, they've gotten a friendly ear. And they are the ones starting the process. Obviously, we, we aren't walking up to our legislators and saying, hey, keep flavors on the market. They're, they're the ones starting this whole process. And when they do, what we're learning is that by the time we have access to a written bill or to a, 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 a committee where we can speak out, a lot of the groundwork's already been done and decided on, and we're essentially just screaming at mom and dad while they're trying to ground us, you know? And right. the, what, we're, what we're learning is that the groups that we're up against are no different than the fight we've been doing ever since we all got into this, in this industry. When I first started, this was very much an anti-big tobacco group. It was like, hey, we're getting away from cigarettes. We're here to support each other. Big tobacco be fucked. And what we're learning is, for instance, the AATCLC, It's led by uh, Dr. Philip Gardner, uh, who works at UC Davis out of the office of the president. And he is a longtime tobacco researcher who's been working for UC Davis, and his money comes straight down from the MSA. And so he's even said on camera that if vapes could be taxed to a point where that money would funnel down into his research, he wouldn't care about them. The (laughs) fact that we're digging into big tobacco profits and hurting his funding – that's why he's coming after us. Yeah, and he has an entire coalition of UC Davis students. They're trucking in children. It's 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 a hard fight to win when you're dealing with hearts and minds, and the populace is not fully aware of the fact that the people who are singing against vaping are being paid by big tobacco indirectly to do that to make those claims.
0: The the the, the children are the worst because. Nobody wants to say no to a child. Nobody wants to, you know what I mean? And I've been saying this for years. Right, right, right. We need to bring our children. You can, you can we need to do the same kids. thing. You
2: can't be like, well, these kids are, are testifying because they're being given school credit without sounding like a complete asshole.
0: Right. Well, no, that's why we have to bring our kids. We have to do the same. We have kids, too. I'll tell you what. That's never happened here yet in Connecticut. But they ever fucking do that? I'll tell you what. I got the cutest little three-year-old daughter in the world, and I'm bringing her with me, and I'll have her stand right up there and say, please don't do Flavor Band because I don't want my daddy to die, and, and and look at her in the eye and tell, you know what I mean? I'll do the same goddamn thing if I have to. Um,
2: you absolutely right, and we need to mobilize in that same fashion. Yeah. There was a kindergartner at Monday's, uh, at Monday's uh, Flavor Band hearing, when, when, uh, sorry, Tuesday, when the uh, Sacramento decided to go ahead with its gun. A kindergartner, they reading boilerplate. It doesn't matter if they're reading a prepared statement or if they're barely getting through the words. Having a kindergartner up there is, is an instant yes for whatever it is that they're, they're That's asking right. for.
0: That's right. That's right. Very smart, them using those kids. And they hire those. Some of those kids they hire. Like here in Boston, they went to an agency and hired them. <laughs> they hired the kids, and it worked.
2: Yeah, the, problem, the problem is it's like, the, like we were talking about that not having any, any repercussions for kids that are getting a hold of vapes. It, it was already exposed that the Saving Our Legacy project was putting ads on Craigslist and on uh, uh, Let Go, letting people know that they can make $100 by coming out and testifying about uh. one of these things. It was already exposed, and nobody cares. Nobody cares that they're paying people to come out and speak out. Andrew, you, you could know, have made 100 got bucks. Who are about the oh, man. And, the community, and they're coming out with their own time. And these people are paying, being paid to do it.
0: Yeah. That's, that's, un... Brian, I, I want to thank you for coming on. I, number one, want to wish you luck. I really, really hope that this doesn't happen. Um, you're right. California has been a mecca for a lot of vape businesses. It still is to this day. Um, it would be devastating to the state of California if a full flavor ban was to go through. It would be devastating to this industry. Um, it would affect us definitely, affect this entire industry uh, countrywide if that happened. And uh, let's just hope to God it doesn't. I mean, it, you know, the good news is is it's been 10, I, I, I've been doing this 10 years. And in 10 years, you could still go to a vape shop in California and buy, and believe me, they've been go. you know this, Brian, for years, they've been trying to get rid of this. So hopefully, this doesn't happen. And you're and you're able to continue to have your store and every and, and the industry is able to thrive in California. Um, it's really, really, really a shame what's happening. But I really, really wish you the best. Is is, is there? In fact, if Thank anybody you. is listening in California, because I do have California listeners. Am I? Might, you know, they they listen. Uh, it, is there anything they can do? Is there anything they should do?
2: Ah, uh, right now we are encouraging people to contact their uh, senators, their assemblymen. And, and let them know how vaping has helped them, how flavor has been integral to that switch and asking them to, to vote no, because the only way that we're going to be able to stop this is if we can get a hold of our representatives before it goes up to a vote and make sure that we've got them on our side. Right. Because I mean, we, we're not going to be the ones voting on this in the end. So it, it, like, uh, we are represented here by Senator Nielsen, um, McCarty, who is pushing, um, uh, one of the, uh, Assembly bills that's on the deck right now, and we've got customers. I've got a, a pre-form letter that we've already printed up that talks about the the bills that are up uh, for debate, talks about the benefits of vaping, and allows our customers to write down flavors that have worked for them, benefits they've enjoyed since they switched from uh, smoking, and to sign off saying, you know, please don't take away these these flavors. They're 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 invaluable to adults looking to live a healthier life. They sign that. And in my shop, we're putting them in envelopes with uh, various studies, with um, uh, printed articles from medical journals that that show the benefits of vaping and how flavor choice is important, things like that. We're including information in the packets, and we're mailing them off to the representatives for them. Uh, We've sent out about 250 letters in the last week and a half. And we encourage all of our customers to come in and fill those out. We even offer discounts for those who do. I had a gentleman who came in this morning and Wanted to fill out the letters, didn't want to take advantage of any of the deals, didn't need any products, didn't need any juice or anything. And he was like, I'm just here to fill out the letters, man. I appreciate what you guys are doing. I just want to help. Right. But get a hold of your representatives. If you can get in with one, we have not had a lot of luck. We've contacted our reps. We've invited them out to the shop. We've asked for time to sit with them in their office, and we can't even get calls back. We can't and, get an and email I, back. And, and, the best we got was with Mommy Berra. He sent us a boilerplate about basically it was a Wikipedia page about what vaping is. Right. Now that that's
0: all we got back. And but, but the, and you know the problem too is is because you're a business they really don't want to hear from you because as far as they're concerned, oh you of course you're against this because you want to make money and buy, they don't want to hear it. That's why it's so important mm-hmm. that a consumers contact them. You know, and talk to them because they just, it, it's more meaningful th- for them to hear from someone saying, I'm just a consumer that uses this product and it's kept me off cigarettes. That's much more meaningful than, uh, unfortunately, than than, than mm-hmm. Brian going to them and saying, hey, you know, oh, you make money off this. Yeah, you know, they, they don't care. They don't want to hear it, unfortunately. Oh, so,
2: great. And that's the most frustrating part is, Yeah. is that we're out there every day and we honestly feel like we're making a difference, like we're helping people. You live are better lives. We're yes. helping them transition and and saving lives while we're doing it, and then being demonized for it. Yep. Uh, it's that movie Idiocracy. If you ever seen that, it means like, do you really want to live in a world where you try to blow up the one guy that's trying to help you?
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's crazy, but Brian, well, it,
2: was, I, it was a pleasure being on. I, I appreciate it.
0: I appreciate you coming on. I really do. I appreciate it. If you ever want to come on anytime, you let me know. And I hope things get better there. I really do. And thank you for coming on. I appreciate it, Brian.
2: Not a problem. You have a good day.
0: Yep, you too. All right. That was Brian. Man, that's crazy.
1: Hey, Bunker.
0: <laughs> it's just crazy.
1: I don't understand. Well, I've never really understood all the fucking taxation and removing shit in California. I've just, it's never been on my list to go.
0: It's just, its just It's just, you know, California's crazy to me because, like, they're so open about smoking weed, but goddamn those e-cigarettes. It's like,
1: what? And, and, and goddamn those straws.
0: Yeah, oh yeah, the straws. Oh Jesus, don't even get me on the straws. You know, I, I haven't tried the new straws. I Actually, I take that back. I did try the new straws because I was in New York City for uh, um, the Kiss concert, and uh, I went to a tea place, and they actually had these, uh, I don't know if they're bamboo or what the fuck they are. It was... It was I don't know. I like straws. (laughs) I didn't like that straw. But uh, anyway, we we, got to move on. We don't have much time, and I've got a lot of shit I got to go over. I'm not going to be able to go over all this shit. I know it. But before we start anything, before we start anything, I just want to say this. This is my Instagram recommendation uh, for my uh, listeners. Follow 50 Cent. Even if you don't like his music, just follow him. Because no,
1: he's, he's a better troll than I am. He
0: has the most wonderful Instagram ever. Um, I couldn't tell you what he does for music now. I could care less. He, he it, doesn't. He has the funniest fucking Instagram ever. So I'll give you just a few examples of why you should follow him. The other day, he had posted an article on his... Now, he hates Ja Rule, okay? He hates it. I actually told this story on my podcast last year. Uh, he bought, like, the first 20 rows of of seats to a Ja Rule concert so that the whole front would be empty. Just fuck with him. You know, he, yep. he, he hates Ja Rule. I think it's hilarious. So he posted this article that was printed the other day, and the article's title was Ja Rule owing $2 million in back taxes to the IRS. So Ja Rule owes $2 million in back taxes to the IRS. So 50 Cent posts the article, and then for, you know, what he says in the, in the comment was, LOL, come on, I know he not that bright, but damn. You know he's because he's just making fun of Jairo. so this woman named Trelawney comes on and she comments and she says, "Some people need to be humble themselves just because you're up one don't mean your ass won't be down to tomorrow." right?" Pretty good advice. So 50 cent comes back to her and tells her, this is what he says He says, quote "Shut up, bitch.") <laughs> <laughs> I mean it's crazy. He okay, so here's another thing. He's at war with this woman, right? This Tierra Marie. He sued this woman, Tierra Marie, because I guess she I don't know, something happened. He sued her. So he won. He won a settlement. He won thirty. Yeah,
1: and he copyrighted a couple of her titles of her yes, song.
0: Yes. Oh, I'm gonna get to that. So so he, you know, she owes him thirty thousand dollars. So he's always on his Instagram going, Where's my money, bitch? Give me my money, bitch. Where's my money? So finally, this Tierra got tired of it. And she made a song a couple weeks ago, and the song is called I Ain't Got It. So, um, you know, and in the song, she refers to 50 Cent pretty much saying, I got your money. I don't have it. I don't have 30 grand. So, yes, 50 Cent uh, went out and he uh, he trademarked I Ain't Got It. And then he made a clothing line now that's called She Ain't Got It. (laughs) He's selling shirts and, and all kinds of shit that say she ain't got it. But you know, anyway, so to, so to go on, so you know, he, he he really wants this money. So after she put out that song, he put out an Instagram post. It's not up anymore. I'm sure his lawyers told him take it down. I have a, a screenshot of it because I knew he was going to take it down. I thought it was funny as shit. So uh, he put up this Instagram post, and in the Instagram post, it's a picture of Tierra, just her face, and he has written across her lips. He wrote cum dumpster <laughs> across her, across <laughs> oh. her lips. And, and he wrote, and the comedy wrote is look, the courts will get the message you're sending with these antics. You little cum dumpster. <laughs> God, damn. And he spelt cum C O M E. So, like, a bunch of people started making fun of him. Well, oh, you don't how to spell it. And no, he spelt it that way so the filter wouldn't – there's filters on Instagram. If you use C-U-M, they're going to delete that shit. He didn't want to get caught by the filters, so he spelt it C-O-M-E so it would stay up as long as it could. But he ended up taking it down a few days later, which I'm sure his lawyer saw and said, you're you, out of your mind. But it's, it was so funny. <laughs> he's funny. You want to laugh, follow 50 Cent. He is a, a troll. He trolls people. It's just, it's just hilarious. Um, it's a great Instagram. So anyway, I got to get to this. You're gonna love this, Andrew. So I've been a fan of Kiss since I don't know when. You know, I okay when I was five years old, I saw Kiss live. That's how much of a fan Kiss was like the first music I was introduced to that I just fell in love with. I'd kiss everything, kiss posters, kiss lunchboxes, everything Kiss. I was I dressed at Halloween, the whole thing. My life was Kiss. So. I saw KISS, like I said, actually I was seven years old. It was 1979 I saw KISS. My mother took me to see KISS. I was very young. Uh, I saw KISS again in 2000 when it was their farewell tour where it was the four original members. Because honestly I could give a shit about the other people that were in KISS. All I cared about was the four original members because that's what I liked when I was a kid and that's why I liked KISS. So I saw that. It was actually here in Hartford I saw it. And then... They were doing their end of the road tour, which now they're saying this is the last tour they're doing, which I believe it is. I'll explain why in a minute. You'll hear. So I I got tickets to and you know, everyone's like, why didn't you go see them here where you live? Because when they announced it, they started selling tickets, there was a talk of whether Ace and Peter were gonna be a part of it. And they were all four gonna get back together. And what they said was, is we're not all four going gonna original members going to play all the shows. But if Peter and Chris want to come on for a show and play, we would absolutely love that to happen. And it sounded like at the time that was going to happen. So I said, fuck it. I'm getting New York City tickets. I would love because if it's going to happen, it's going to happen in New York City. Why? Because, number one, this is where they're all from. Ace really still lives here. Peter Chris still lives here. They're from New York. They started in New York. Their first big show was in New York. It would have happened in New York. So I wanted to be a part of that. I wanted to say, if they're going to be on the stage one last time, I want to fucking be there. I was there in 2000, 1979. Now I want to be here for this. So I got tickets. Got a hotel room for the night. Got tickets. Told my wife, said, we're going, blah, blah, blah. We're going to see Kiss. So in between when I bought tickets... And now, or the concert, I should say, when the concert happened, unfortunately some crazy shit happened where Ace Frehley accused Gene Simmons of, I guess, hitting on his wife and that this whole thing happened and they hate each other now and it wasn't going to happen. So they I was like, other again. yeah, I was like, fuck, God damn it. You know, it's not going to happen. But still it's Kiss, it's New York City, we're going to have fun, okay? So I go and see Kiss in New York City. Now, and my wife went with me. Now here's the crazy thing. So I was taking video, you know, time, you know, through the concert here and there. And we were watching it, and you know, I after my wife's like, "What'd you think?" I said, "Yeah, it was good." You know, she's like, "Yeah, it was good." You know, it was it was it it was fun. How is it not fun? They had so much shit going on there. They had stage things going up and down. They had fire. They had explosions. They had uh, holograms. I mean, there was so much going on visually that. You're really not in tune to what's even the music is at this point because everything else is going on, right? So with all this stuff going on, you're not really paying attention to the music. And I, and I know that now because when I got back to the hotel and I started playing the video and I was playing them and I'm listening to it and I'm going, that's fucking terrible. They sound <laughs> fucking terrible. And then I'm playing it back to my wife and I'm like, listen to it now. And she's like, Wow, that's terrible. And I'm like, yeah, but we didn't recognize it during the show, did we? She's like, no, because you just get caught up in everything that's going on. So then I'm like, well, shit. So here's what I did, Andrew. I took the first maybe, I don't know, 30 or 60 seconds of Detroit Rock City, right? Their most famous song. And I have a live clip of them doing it in 1979 1989, 1999, 2009, and 2019. And the 2019 is actually the concert that I saw. This clip was actually taken from Madison Square Garden. The same thing I saw uh, last month is, is this clip. So you're going to hear them over the 50-year span, Andrew. You're going to hear, 79 you see what I'm saying? So we're going to, and they're all live performances. So for example, I'm going to play the 1979 one now, okay? It's it's the first part of, of the song Detroit Rock City. They're all the same first part of Detroit Rock City. This is what I remember. This is what I remember seeing when I was a kid when I, when I saw and heard Kiss. Now, The audio is kind of shitty. Well, it's really shitty because it was taken in 1979 and they didn't have HD and all this bullshit in 1979 and all this crazy equipment, but you can hear it. You can definitely hear it. So you ready, Andrew. So this is Kiss, Detroit Rock City, 1979. Can you hear that? You hear that, Andrew? Yep. How tight that is. Paul sounds great. Okay, that's Kiss Nineteen Seventy Nine Live. Right? That's what I remember. Yeah. They're fucking jam. They're I mean that tight voice is great, sounds fantastic. Exact same song live, nineteen eighty nine. Okay, you ready? Ten years later, nineteen eighty nine. Still sounds good. They're still jamming out. You see, they got double bass action going on. They sound great. Paul's jamming out. Singing great. Okay, you got that right. 1989, they're still fucking jamming out, right? They sound great. Still jamming out.
1: Super tight. Super Actually tight. Cleaner.
0: And, that's right. Now let's go to 1999. <laughs> oh. Kiss 1999, same song, everything. Live, here we go. They're slowing down. Okay, so now they're starting. to... <laughs>
1: was that Psycho Circus? Is that that tour? Uh, no, Psycho Circus was two thousand one. Yeah, that was
0: that was a little after. Yeah, so that there's st- you know things aren't good. They're st- <laughs> they're starting starting to lose it. Okay, now that brings us to two thousand nine. Now, now we're Kiss Live, same song, two thousand nine. This was ten years ago. They slowed it down even more. <laughs> God, Damn. Now, how in the world are they still even playing live after that? Um, <laughs> uh. and then that was ten years ago. Okay, so now. Here's the last one here. Here's here's the other last month at a Madison Square Garden. This is what I heard. This is the exact thing I heard. (laughs) <laughs> so now when you're sitting there and there's fire and explode, you're not paying attention to that. But when you listen, you go, holy shit. I mean, that's fucking terrible. It was terrible what they were doing in 2009. I mean, how do you keep.
1: <laughs> because they're not just music. They're a whole fucking brand.
0: I understand. It's, that's
1: why. But that's the only reason why
0: but how do they not listen to okay that 2009 one was the worst how do they that they not hear that and go oh jesus we got we got to hang it up this is bad we, we we can't charge people i mean this is terrible i understand that it's a whole thing they do but the music at least has to be listenable and that that's horrific i mean oh my god that that that's almost criminal they shouldn't be allowed and it, listen it's not just them going out and touring and doing this okay there are a lot of bands that should not be touring they should have hung it up a long motherfucking time ago here's a perfect example and they've been, they're they still touring in fact they're going to be at the Big E this September in Springfield, Mass this is Loverboy, you remember Loverboy, Andrew? this yep. is Loverboy in 1983 live 1983 listen to this That guy can sing. Loverboy 1983, right at the height. Sound fantastic. That guy had a killer fucking voice. Same song, Loverboy, last year. This is Loverboy 2018. <laughs> You can't even do the scream.
1: <laughs>
0: if I'm paying to go see that, I'm pissed. That's not what I remember. I remember 1983 Loverboy. What the fuck is that? <laughs> I mean, it's te- A money grab That's <laughs> just terrible Def Leppard 1988 At the height of their career Remember this song And this guy could sing too Same song Def Leppard
2: 2013 <laughs> <laughs>
0: too late stop touring this has got to stop you know these y- you got to hang it up at some point
1: yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's like you- it's like I saw uh, the Obsessed which is kind of a heavier band and their first album was released like 20 years ago I saw them last year and I was like okay they're actually nailing this shit compared to bigger bands that are on the radio.
0: Yeah. Listen, if, if you, if you can put it's out, wild. If, if you can, it's still, if you still have it, you know, uh, for I'll give you an example. Um, there was a clip on Facebook the other day of a uh, slaughter performing some song. Um, I didn't really listen to Slaughter. I know of Slaughter and I know what they sounded like back then. You know, it sounded great. They sounded actually really good. That's fine. But you got to listen to yourself. You can't, but if I went to that Lover Boy, are you fucking kidding me? I'd be irate like, if I paid to see that.
1: It's like Heart. They still got it.
0: Yeah, there's some that still, but you know what? A lot of them don't. They just don't have it. Oh you know, my Joan God.
1: Jett knows, knows she's falling off, so she's doing less and less.
0: Yeah, I mean it's you. You got to know when you're you're falling off, and it's time to hang it up. Kiss should have hung it up fucking ten years ago. We all hear that. And listen, don't get mad at me. Don't send me emails. I love Kiss. I have I still love them, Even though Gene Simmons blocked me on fucking Twitter because he's an asshole, <laughs> I still love him. You know, I, I I still, if I could get all four Kiss together, they said, we're all four going to do a concert. i fucking be there in a second. I grew up with them. They introduced me to metal and rock and, and all the other crazy things I got into. And I love them. But they should have hung it up a long fucking time ago. And I paid a lot of money for those fucking tickets. I, I mean, I, I, listen, I'm not... I'm not upset because I did get a show. I did get a show. I mean, I was drunk, but I I, I I, did get a show. It was fun. I was drunk. I had a good time. It was, you know, whatever. But that music, oh, my God. I mean, they, they should and it's, and it's a lot of bands. It's time to stop. Loverboy's going to be at the Big E this year. Stop. You shouldn't be there. No. My God, that's terrible. How do you take money for that? That's absolutely terrible. It's crazy. And speaking of music, while we're on the topic of music, I want to bring this up real quick because this is very important. Um, hang on. I need to bring this up. I should have brought this up before. Oops. Here we go. I'm seeing all these documentaries coming out of, um, of you know, like you yeah, had the Queen documentary. We had uh, a Motley Crue. The Miley Crew just yeah. had a documentary. I watched that on Netflix. We have all these documentaries coming out where they're, you know, making these movies, documentaries, or not documentaries. They're movies. They're making movies. They're really, they're, not, they're not documentaries. They're movies. You want to make a movie, Hollywood, and I know there's some Hollywood people out there that listen to me. Make a movie about Gigi Allen. That's what you want to make G. a Allen, movie about.
1: I love Gigi. I want to see
0: a. I want to see a movie about Gigi Allen. That's what I want to see. When I first discovered him. It was a review of this video. It said, watch Gigi stick a bottle in his ass. Watch Gigi beat up his band members. Watch Gigi take a shit and roll in glass. I'm like, yeah, this guy's cool. This is,
2: this is punk rock.
0: For those of you that don't know who Gigi Allen is, just simply YouTube him. There's, a, there's some, a couple of documentaries that were done about him a long, long time ago. Um, he is an unbelievably fascinating man. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> it was,
1: just, it was His brother Merle's pretty cool too
0: Yeah his uh, Oh wait hang on I forgot to bring up that clip There's a clip that I have Because he used to do I mean before he uh, he, he died He died years and years ago He died of a drug overdose But uh, where is it
1: Bite it you scum
0: Yeah that's bite it you scum I love that um, Where's the Gigi Allen clip that I pulled but he was such a fat and, and and but do a movie about Gigi Allen. That's what we need a movie about. Oh my God, yeah. that'd be so fucking entertaining. Oh here it is. Here I here. know
1: uh, Jeff Clayton from anti-Scene was talking about that a couple years ago and Merle Allen, Gigi's brother, you know and like anti-scene they just celebrated 35 years as a band and they're yeah. still playing. Yeah,
0: and they're still playing and you know what? I don't know who you get to play Gigi Allen. I'm sure you can find somebody. But the guy, here, hang on, this is, uh, here, here's a clip of GGL. Now, do you, okay, do you honestly believe that you're a charismatic figure?
2: I believe that I am the king. I am the messiah. I rule the rock and roll underground. I'm bringing us to a revolution against the government, against the police, against any form of society that is trying to put us down and restrict us in any way, shape, or manner. You cannot conform. You must be a true nonconformist. To hell with what your parents have to say. Okay, okay.
1: I am the man. Okay.
2: All you have to do is listen to what I have to say.
1: Okay. Well, who told you you were the Messiah? I
2: said I was, okay. and I am because these kids. I get letters from all over the world. People worship me. They come to my shows. I'm going to rape the girls. I might rape the guys. I might have sex. I'm, I want it all. I want it all,
0: and I'm going to have it all. And you know, he was he he was outrageous. He 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 wanted to be famous. There's no question he wanted to be famous. And he did the most out... Whatever he had to do to get noticed and to achieve that is what he would do. Uh, Shitting on the stage and throwing it at the audience. Um, Pissing on the stage. uh, Getting into fights. He would just randomly walk around and just punch people in the fucking face. Um, Spit on people. I mean, he cut himself. He'd slice himself up with razors. I mean, he did the most extreme, insane fucking things ever. And yep. uh, you know, it it it, it 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 would just be fascinating to see a movie about that. I mean, I know there's documentaries that were done years ago, but that's nothing. We need a full fledged movie because what a fascinating guy from his life to the way he, even the way he died. I mean, shit. And I know a lot of people would say, oh, you know, he's a you know, because he would talk about you know, fucking little girls, little boys, all kinds of crazy shit. He was just out. Uncontrolled, just fucking out there, and so he was
1: the real shock rocker. Yes,
0: he was. You want to be shocked? You fucking uh, and and I remember Gigi Allen because I lived in Connecticut, and when I was in middle school, there were Gigi Allen uh, VHS tapes, and uh, um. It was, uh, they were just crazy. I remember seeing him at my friend's houses and watching this like, this is fucking nuts. And my friends would want to go to New York City and go see him. I'm like, fuck that. <laughs> I ain't going to see him. I don't want shit thrown on me. I don't want to get my ass kicked. But uh, he was just so crazy and so extreme and, and, and so out there. And, and really, honestly, some of his songs are actually good. <laughs> I mean, he made some pretty good songs.
1: He knew what he was doing.
0: Yeah, I mean.
1: He, until he, until he uh, OD'd
0: yeah and you know he even he even well his whole thing too was uh, toward the end of his career was he was going to kill himself he was just going to choose a time and he was just gonna and that was going to be it he and, and he might even take people he was just an outrageous guy we need a movie about gg allen that's it that's all i gotta say we need a movie somebody make a movie uh i already talked about nve i don't give a shit about the mueller report i give a fuck about the mueller report i don't care All I know is the uh, the Mueller report. Listen, Andrew, all I know is this, and maybe I'm wrong, but this is all I know, okay? All I know is that the Mueller report, the Mueller investigation was supposed to see if Donald Trump colluded with the Russians to interfere with the uh, election. That was the whole basis of the Mueller investigation. What they found in the Mueller investigation was, no, he did not. He didn't do anything wrong. He's not going to be prosecuted for anything. So that's it. It's done. It's done. But no, it's not done. These, these Democrats are going crazy. And then the Democrats, right after that came out, now they're starting with, well, now we want his tax records. We want his tax returns. You know, this is ridiculous. I, I'm not a Democrat, and I'm not Republican. I'm not anything. But what I do see is I see a guy who was accused of doing something that their, their investigation proved that he didn't do. And instead of leaving him alone, now let's go after another thing. Let's get him on on this or get him on that. You know, what the fuck happened to support your president? What happened? You know, I remember years ago. Andrew, maybe you remember this. When Bush ran, I think it was the the second time he ran, and they had that whole fiasco in Florida where – um, you know, yeah,
1: the voter fraud. Yes,
0: exactly. Yeah. And you know what? It probably did happen. You know, I'm sure it did. But whatever. It doesn't matter. Uh, the point is, is that his the his opponent came out after and said, you know what? It is what it is. We have to now get together as a nation and support our president because that's what we, we should be doing, whether we like it or hate it. No matter what party we have to back our president. What happened to that? That doesn't exist anymore. How the fuck did that go out the window? Now it's like, oh, you know, it wasn't enough. Well, now we're going to go after his taxes. Now we're going to do this. Now we're going to do that. And you want to know what's funny? Here's the funniest part about it. This is going to be the greatest thing ever. Next year, when it's another election, he's going to win again. (laughs) They're really going to go nuts. He's going to win again. So just stop. Our tax money is going You know, I saw that our NBC today, our local NBC affiliate posted the report and they they put it on their website. And it has like, you know, you go to their website, the NBC website, there's all these ads and all this bullshit flashing all over the place. And some lady went in there and said, here, here's the link to the actual report. We, We fucking paid for it. We should have to be bombarded with ads. Exactly. We all paid for that investigation. Andrew paid for it. I paid for it. We all paid for it. Waste of fucking time. So I give a fuck about this dumb Mueller report. Time, Um, money. Yeah, FDA is going to set nicotine limits. Oh, yeah. The FDA is going to set nicotine limits. They are going to come out with a proposed rule you watch before the end of the year that limits how much nicotine can be in e-liquid. And I say it's more than likely probably no more than 24 milligrams, so 2.4. 30 at most, 3 at most. It's not, they're not going to allow thir- 35, 40, 45, 50 milligram pods anymore. I can assure you. And the age is going to go up to 21 nationally. That's what's going to happen. They sure the FDA. See, a lot of my listeners don't really follow the vape stuff, Andrew, so I have to keep them up on it. So that's what's going yeah. on. Yeah, right? I mean, they're going to, you, you see, they're going to set nicotine limits. The, 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 the whole, they, they, can't, they can't outright ban Juul. They can't come out and say, we want to get rid of Juul. They can't. They could try to they could ban pod systems, um, but that that's going to be tough. That'll take a while. The easiest way for them to get rid of Juul is to just ban how much nicotine can be in e liquid.
1: That's simple. Yep, they're going to have a percentage rate, and uh, honestly, it's because Juul, it's because of pod systems. That's why. Yep. They haven't said a thing about open systems. It's been pods, pods, pods for the last year 18 months well
0: and especially now because these antis who have the fda's ear obviously want more than anything for altria to have wasted that 30 billion dollars if they could set it up where jewels just can't be sold in the united states because of whatever regulation stopping it they won and they just and and yes altria just wasted 30 billion dollars and they would love that more than anything so you better believe they're going to go for a, uh, a limit on uh, how much nicotine. You better believe it. I don't think Salt have uh, uh, much more time left. But we'll see. Who knows? Maybe I'm wrong. I don't think I'm wrong.
1: Um, if it's going to be, Jules is going to hold that market because of their formula is patented. And, you know, so that's what's what's actually going to happen is, anything that's not done that way in the long term. It's going to be, salt's going to be used, but they're going to have it a certain way and it's going to be certain formula. And, you know, in 10 to 15 years, I see pod systems still being around. And what they're going to do is systems like that, instead of smoking uh, medicine for prescriptions, they're going to be prescribing certain types of electronic cigarettes. You know that's what's gonna switch over. as pharmaceutical companies want them? It's my bet.
0: Well, oh, listen, I agree that pod systems aren't going anywhere. Um, but if you take away the fifty milligram and forty milligram and even thirty-five milligram, you take away those where they can't now use them in pod systems. You're not gonna have that many people using pod systems. I mean, you could have a, you could have a twenty milligram Saltnik in there, but you're barely gonna. It's it's just not the same. I mean.
1: Yeah, it's not the same way it's supposed to be to help people get off of of cigarettes. But, but it's not going to hit the right way.
0: But then again, we're talking about Juul. You know, they're a multi-billion-dollar company at this point. Um, I don't know. I I think if there's any way to stop that from happening, they can certainly do it. The, you know, the thing is, they have as much money as the FDA does. You know, and they have as many. They can fight. They can fight them. They're probably the, one of the only companies that can you know, financially fight the FDA. So I don't know. We'll see. Anyway, I, 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 I got to talk about that. I got to get through this stuff. And, and, Andrew, I'm holding him up. I'm sorry, Andrew, for keeping you you're so good. long. Uh, girl not abused by SNL joke about her disabled pet chicken. So... <laughs> what? I don't <laughs> yes. watch TV, so yes.
1: you're going to have to actually explain uh, I'll that I'll tell you the story. Me.
0: Okay. So a Vermont, girl, a Vermont girl isn't happy that her disabled pet chicken was joked about on Saturday Night Live. The chicken named Granite Heart is learning to walk with a custom wheelchair. So on Saturday Night Live, they do they, they do this thing like the news, the Weekend Update, and they showed a picture of this girl's chicken, and it is it's on this it's on this like little walker. They made this custom walker for this chicken. So uh, the chicken's name is Granite Heart, and is learning to walk with a custom wheelchair. On a recent Saturday Night Live episode, the television show's Weekend Update co-host said she should just eat the chicken. 10-year-old Alora Wood of Underhill, Vermont, tells NECN that she knows the segment was meant to be a joke, but says, what if it was a dog? The chicken was born with a deformed foot, the girl says. Any creature with no matter how big, no matter how small, they deserve to have a perfect life. The custom wheelchair came from a company in Amherst that makes pet wheelchairs. So she's very upset that... (laughs)
1: See
0: the chicken. I, it's funny. But you know, this this poor girl's like, you know, upset that they made fun of her. And it is kind of silly seeing the chicken in a wheelchair. I mean it's 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 a little weird, but I don't know. I just thought that was funny. <laughs> the
2: chicken.
1: Jesus, isn't there other things to get offended by? Yeah,
0: yeah. She's very offended. She must have uh, uh she really parents. needed attention, huh? I guess so. I mean, it's just crazy. Uh, yeah, There was a story that came out, too. Uh, the title was Local Man Using Cigarettes to Quit Vaping. I thought that was great. <laughs> Local Man uses Cigarettes to Quit Vaping. Listen, you want to quit vaping? That's the best way. Get some cigarettes. You'll quit real quick. Um, YouTube or Facebook or whatever the Google, whatever the fuck you have to do at some point when you're out a computer, Google... Costa Rica National Motorbike Championship Race. That is the greatest video ever. There was a motorcycle race a few months ago in Costa Rica. This guy ran into this other guy, right, Andrew? So what happened was when he ran into him, he fell off his bike. But when he came off his bike, he actually fell onto the other guy's bike. So now he's like laying on the back of the guy's bike while the guy's flying down the track, and the guy's now, you know, trying to stop because he could feel the guys on the bike the back of his bike. By some miracle, this guy ends up staying on the bike, never falls off. The guy gets the bike to come to a complete stop. So when the guy that was laying on the back of the bike, when the bike finally stops, when he gets up, he gets up off the bike and he goes and he punches the fucking guy. <laughs> <laughs> so then the guy falls off his bike, so he starts to walk away. Then the guy goes to run over and, and you know, punch, you know, like, what the fuck? What do you... And I, it's just crazy. I would have been hugging the guy, like, thank God, like, you saved my life. No, he, he fucking punched the guy right in the face. It's the craziest video ever. You've got to see it. Just Google Costa Rica National Motorbike Championship Race. The base, the, the 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 video shows up everywhere. It's fucking fantastic. Um... Oh, and I, I got to bring this up, too, and then I promise I'll wrap it up. I saw this a while ago, but I haven't done a show in a while. The Connecticut Supreme Court just. OK, so the Connecticut Supreme Court is allowing the families of Sandy Hook. You remember Sandy Hook, Andrew, that horrific thing where that guy went in and shot up all those poor kids. Yeah, he's allowing the Sandy Hook victims. The state is allowing them to continue to sue Remington. They're suing Remington.
1: Uh. OK,
0: this is ridiculous.
1: Because it was a uh, I can't my brain, whatever.
0: Well, I, I guess I guess right they feel that Remington is responsible for uh, their children dying. Uh, the gun didn't the, the, the sicko that shot these kids is responsible. Not the Remington's not responsible. I know this no. is a devastating thing that happened. They lost their children. This is horrific what happened. But it's not the gun company's fault. It's absurd that they're even doing this. It's not the gun company's fault.
1: I mean. Yeah, like. um. Like it doesn't make sense. My brain doesn't compute that. Well, no, nobody's
0: brain should compute that. But uh, it does. Obviously, Connecticut's letting him go along with this frivolous lawsuit. This is crazy. This happened how many years ago? It's over. Listen, it's not that you can't blame a gun. If I walk down the street, if I walk out my house and I get run over by uh, some crazy person driving a Toyota, I listen, I can sue Toyota all day. I'm not going to get anywhere. It's not Toyota's fault. Well, he was driving a Toyota. So it's Toyota's fault. (laughs) No, it's not Toyota's fault. It's the crazy guy's fault who was driving the Toyota. So how in the world is it the gun's fault? It's not the gun's fault. This is a crazy lawsuit. It's a crazy, ridiculous lawsuit. I mean, what is happening in the world? that
1: <laughs> I don't know. It's it has been going on in the world like the last ten years? I'm
0: oh, just... I want to bring this up too before I end up, before I wrap up the show. I got to bring this up. Tell me what you think about this because there's a lot of controversy about this. So this year again, they're doing the they're doing the Dio hologram U.S. tour. Have you seen this, Andrew? Have you seen that video that hologram of Ronnie James Dio performing? I have not. That you've a couple years ago. I think it was two years ago. They put out a video. Of it was Dio, and then Ronnie James Dio was dead, so it was a hologram of Ronnie James Dio.
1: So were they like splicing his studio vocals or old live vocals no, into no, it? No, they, they
0: no, they it was actual. They just took an actual footage of him performing that song live, and made a hologram of it, and had Dio play along with it. It was the coolest fucking thing ever. Number one, it's like he's there. It looks like he's really staying in front of you. I mean, it looks so real, like he's there. It was the coolest shit ever. So then they decided uh, uh, two years ago after that to do a tour. They were going to do a tour, and it was called the uh, Hologram Tour, where you could see Dio and Ronnie James Hmm. Dio perform. How cool is that, right? That's fucking awesome. Oh, people went crazy. Oh, that's terrible. How dare you do that? What, why why is that wrong? Why is it so I people are just upset by it. you know I, I don't know what they're upset about. I think it's fucking genius and I would I'll go see it. If that fucking hologram tour comes around here, I'll go see it. I, I don't get it. you know uh, Lincoln Park, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, the singer that died. Um, the crazy thing is um. when he when he killed himself, they were just about to release a new album and they were just about to go on tour. And then, you know, the guy killed himself and it's over. They just did that guy do the same thing. Get his hologram, get his hologram yeah. and go up back. Glinkin Park, go back out on tour and just do it with his hologram. People, for some reason, think it's wrong if you do that. I don't understand what the basis is of why they think it's wrong. They
1: think it's it's wrong. It's not wrong. What's wrong with it? That's fucking I awesome. Mean, I don't I don't see why it's wrong either, but I'm also not one like, I know people have different reasons to be emotionally invested into their music, and the majority of people actually aren't emotionally invested into the music. It's just something that passes time for them, or it's something in the radio. Yeah. But a lot of these people, like this certain artist, that they're not seeing the full picture of the whole band. They're just seeing the artist as the singer, as the person. Yeah. And so they're like, oh, you can't do that because it's offensive to them. I don't think it, it, it's honoring them. It's honoring it's them. It's absolutely
0: honoring them. It's totally honoring them. And I think that if Ronnie James Dio was here, he'd say, that's fucking cool, man.
1: <laughs> that's really yeah. awesome. I mean. He, he, he would literally say, man, that's something like black magic.
0: Yeah. I mean, it, 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 it is just so cool. I love it. I absolutely love it. Privacy Rapist. Yeah, Privacy Rapist. I love that guy, too. You ever see that guy? Privacy Rapist. <laughs> he, uh, he, privacy Rapist. He was on an episode of Cops, and um, I don't know. He got in a fight with somebody, and uh, he got mad because the cop told him he was going to go to jail, and that's what he called the cop. Privacy Rapist.
1: <laughs> privacy Rapist. What about the guy that got arrested and he started singing uh, Pearl Jam? Have you seen that one? No, I haven't seen that one. I saw oh the I
0: saw the guy that, that uh, they were arresting that the copter was over, and he started uh, doing like a fucking techno dance and shit before they cuffed him. He started <laughs> dancing. <laughs> I, mean, I, I mean, why not? You know, that reminds me. I played this on my show a year or two ago. There was this guy. I'll never forget this. I, I don't know if you heard this. There was this guy that was in a newsroom, right? He was actually a newscaster. And there was a, a woman anchor that was doing the news. And uh, he was sitting in the control room while she was doing it. And I guess he was by himself. And he started speaking, and he didn't realize that the microphone was on, and that what he was saying was going over the air during a live newscast. Oh, so wow. <laughs> So here's the newscaster. And here's what the guy says while she's doing the news. Listen to this.
1: State Representative Todd Hunter says that now's a really good time to
0: dot the I's and cross the T's when it comes to safety. Mm. Smell it. Fuck it. Lick it. Smell it.
1: We do apologize for that. Uh, we just have some incident there. Uh, now we
2: reached out to.
0: Did you hear what he said? Yeah. <laughs> Listen. Jesus. Mm. Smell it. <laughs> he said, smell it, stick it. Wait. Mm-hmm. Smell, it. smell it, stick it. Fuck it, lick it, smell it. Fuck it, lick it, smell it. <laughs> Over oh, a broadcast. Can you imagine she's sitting there and she hears that? And he has no, you know what? He was probably just like talking to himself. He was in there by himself and getting all excited and had no clue. And everybody heard it. He got fired, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking crazy. <laughs> people are nuts. People are nuts. Did it you just send me, me something? Bit... I think you just sent me something. I did. Where is it? Let me find it. Hang on. Oh, everybody's sending me stuff. Hang on, people. I'm doing a show. I know. So people don't understand. Okay, let me click on this. Oh, this is the one you were talking oh, why you guys about. Filming my ass? I don't want this shit. Okay, hang on. So this is the one Andrew was talking about. So this guy, you're saying he starts singing Pearl Jam while he's being arrested. Hang on. Yes. Let's see. Shut off. You're you're this ain't Kitty Corn. You guys want to hear a song? Him. Freeze arrest his head on a pillow of concrete. <laughs> him. Listen, we've put him. You know, Let's call called Pearl Jam. Have you ever see Pearl Jam? Right. Live?
2: He's the baddest. <laughs> Pearl, dear? Oh, he's one my of my religion, favorite religion man. He's my religion. He hey, it. tear it down, tear it down, tear it down my shirt. No, I got them all, man. Tear, no, themselves. no, 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 tear, oh, back on tear my back tear off, tear my back
0: oh, off. No, no, I'm dead serious. You man. can't do it. You got to oh, man. Man. No, live or die, man. Live <laughs> or die, right, bro? Yeah, right on, bro. That's my
1: religion. How many times you him?
0: Hey, I'm with you. How many times you seen concert? Six,
1: six, six, seven, seven times. You ever hear this Guy loves Pearl Jam.
0: <laughs> <It's> <laughs> my religion, man. <laughs> he's getting arrested while they're doing all this. That's great. Yeah,
1: that's why I figured. I was like, uh, yeah, Kevin's gonna see this finally. Oh,
0: God bless America. <laughs> really?
1: He was probably in Florida too.
0: No one. Probably. Oh, there's so much great shit that happens. And no wonder everybody wants to come here, Andrew. No wonder they're knocking down the borders to get here because so many exciting things happen in America. It's uh, fantastic. Andrew, definitely. I want to thank you for coming on. I love I having do you on. Time. Yeah, you're, uh, you're fun. You have great, interesting out, uh, uh, outlooks on things and, uh, Great things to add to the uh, to the discussion. Oh, I don't know if I played this, I played this at the beginning of the show, but I don't think anybody heard it because I usually don't have the beginning of the show on the podcast, but I, I, I'll play this real quick. I had this guy on these two guys on my show a few years ago, Chad and Bodie, and they do these videos. So this is Chad and Bodie and they're at a subway station. You'll like this, Andrew. They're at a subway station and I and they do this here in New York too, in New York City. They have a day where, like, you ride the subway with no pants on, right, or no shirt on, whatever. So they're trying to find people to interview riding the subway that have no pants on. And this guy that they're about to interview just wanders up. He just comes out of nowhere. They don't even ask for him. He just, like, wanders out of nowhere and just walks up to him and takes the microphone and starts talking. And, <laughs> and this is what happens.
1: Hey, what up, Deep Nation? It's me, Chad, here with another episode of Chad Goes Deep. We're here at a train station.
0: <laughs> For all the viewers, the subway—it's like a airplane that just stays on the ground and it brings you here. Sick as fuck. Check it out. That was insightful.
1: <laughs> Good description. We were trying to figure it out. Let's go find some pantless dudes. Oh. This guy. Hey, what
0: up? Oh, a- are you my
2: uncle? I that. Messy, messy.
1: Hey, uh, so we're here with this guy with pants I don't on. Know him. He's oh, yeah,
2: touching yeah. me, bro. So, uh, I don't
1: know him. So. How are you wearing pants for here? Argentina, Messi. Messi,
2: Argentina. Uh, Visitando a guy, Estados Unidos. Okay. Uh, What?
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Chill, bro. That was deep. We're getting off to a good start. (laughs) What?
1: This sounded like uh, (laughs) (laughs) Italian. Like, yeah. real thick. Italian. He was he he
0: was an old Italian guy. He just walked, came up out of nowhere, and just like took the mic from him and just started talking. And they're like, "What? Like, where did this guy come from?" It's so funny. Oh, those guys were so promising to me. They were, you know, they got YouTube famous because they did a video where they went to a hearing, and they were trying to convince this town in California to uh, put up a statue of. Um, Oh, who was it? It was uh, something ridiculous—a statue of some like uh, celebrity that did like uh, fucking karate stuff. I can't remember, but it, it was a hilarious video and it went viral. So then I had them on my show, and they were great on the show. And 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 then they started doing more videos, but they just never—they never captured what they did in that one that they did. But they did do some funny stuff, and that was one of them. I mean. <laughs> I don't even think they're even doing anything anymore. But anyway, I'll just end the show with that, Andrew. I want to thank you for coming on. I truly appreciate it. Um, I I love having you on. And if you ever want to come on anytime, just let me know. I'll always have you on whenever I do a show. It's it's yeah, great. Yeah, on. just hit
1: me up if I'm not in the middle of work or something, then I'll definitely hop on.
0: And and next year when they do the NVE, you should go. You're in Virginia. It's not that far. Was like a six-hour yeah. drive. You should come.
1: Yeah, I should. Or you can come to the one that's in Portsmouth.
0: Portsmouth? Which one is that one?
1: There's going to be NBA Portsmouth, I think, or that's the last thing I heard.
0: Oh, okay. So th- where's that? In Virginia?
1: Yep, down by the beach.
0: Maybe. I might do that. It's a possibility. Again, it's not that far, you know? We'll see. But we definitely we definitely got to hook up. We definitely got to meet up at one of these meets and, uh, and have a few drinks and uh, have some fun.
1: Yeah, definitely at some point, I'm actually going to be coming up there. I just got to figure it out. It's probably going to be August or so to see Kevin and Jackie.
0: Oh, really? Oh, really?
1: Yeah, they're family, so I'll be bringing my son and everything for once. Well,
0: let me know. Let me know when you come up. I will. I will certainly uh, uh, come by. Uh, Thank you coming on. I truly appreciate it, Andrew. And, uh, oh, you, Oh, before you go, you start, you still doing your juices, right? You still have your juices. Yeah, man. He's got his, uh, cact or what, what is it? It's, uh, one of them was,
1: uh, Pinkies up, uh, was the brand name, uh, the sandwich, which is a strawberry fluffernutter. Yep. And then the second one from that is cactus chiller, which is prickly pear. Um, and, menthol watermelon kiwi and no added sweeteners none no added
0: sweeteners
1: you know they do the same process for you they do for me oh yeah
0: i have a lot of tea time fans who use tea time and they have a very hard time finding e-liquids with no added sweeteners well you just named a bunch of them there you go yeah i'll recommend anything that has no added sweeteners it's got to be good. It has to be good. If you have an e-liquid on the market that has no added sweeteners in it, it's got to be good because that means they know what they're fucking doing when they made it. <laughs> There's no way that they have an e-liquid on the market with no added sweeteners in it and it tastes like shit. And then, you know, it's just and they're still in business. It's not happening. So you know who's ever making his e-liquid knows what the fuck they're doing. So check those out. Oh, and tea time, so everybody knows, um, Raspberry Lime Tea is releasing in two weeks, but you can go buy it right now. I, my, my phones are going off all day, pre-order, pre-order. If you want to get it, because I'm going to get so much, and when it's gone, it's gone. And then, I got, you know, we got to wait for the lab to make more and whatever it is. So if you want to get raspberry lime AT, tea, I'd go get it because it's the best one. It's the best one out of Ooh. all of them so far. Yes, I love raspberry, I love lime, and I love tea. I love all of them. And I'm doing something else, too. I'm messing around with soaps. I made tea time soaps. We have cherry vanilla and blueberry peppermint. I've been using it. My wife's been using it. We just sent some, some to Zophie. She's going to try it. We're going to send some to a few other people, have them try it. It's a really good fucking soap, and it smells great. It, tea smells good. I love the smell of tea. So to have, you know, that and a soap is is really awesome. So we're playing around with that, too. I actually ordered a bunch of soap, and we're going to make a bunch of bars, and I'm going to send a bunch of people soap. I'll send it to Andrew, too. I don't think he'll use it, but I'll send it to I'll him I'll anyway. use it.
1: <laughs>
0: I don't see you as a uh, as a... You, you know, the interesting thing about guys is that guys use the same soap. Prior to me playing around with soap and doing this, I used the same brand of soap for over 20 years. We just use, like, one soap, and that's it, you know? Um, but we're very loyal to that one soap when we find it. So, yeah,
1: that's, you know, and now I I got away from, like, store brand stuff, store mass produced stuff. So I have actually been looking for soaps, like handmade soaps. So
0: Yeah. Well outside of something
1: I kept breaking out and, you know, I'm thirty one. I shouldn't have pimples on my face. And guess what? Well, I, I need something. Breaking out from the from all that crap. Yeah, you know?
0: and, and I need something that is is going to make my skin feel moisturized because if I don't, God forbid, I mean, I, I, I fucking itch like a motherfucker. I, and that's what the soap is doing. It's making my skin feel moisturized all day. I don't, it doesn't feel dry anymore. Um, So, yeah, I'll send you some, definitely.
1: Yeah, but, You know, and I also use like Epsom salts and essential oils, like when my back's hurting and all that. Oh, I'll tell uh, you,
0: when your feet are bothering you, you 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 get a I have this little foot tub thing that I used to put Epsom salt in, and it'll like take the water and make it hot and blow, you know, like it was like, like a little mini hot tub for your feet. And I put Epsom salt in there. Oh, it's wonderful. Feels wonderful. Fantastic. Epsom
1: salt Epsom salt's real. I don't yes. know what anyone says.
0: Yep, it is. I absolutely agree with you 100%. Well, thank you for coming on, Andrew. I will talk to you soon. I appreciate it, and uh, we'll talk to you later.
1: Yes, sir. Thank you. All
0: right, man. Later. Cool. I like Andrew. All right. It's been almost two hours. You wanted a show? You got one. I'll do another one soon. It could be next week. It could be tomorrow. It could be two weeks. It could be a month. Who knows? But when I'm ready to do one, I promise you there'll be another podcast. One's coming. And I've been working up some stuff, too, so it might be sooner rather than later. But that's it. I'm going to wrap it up. I got to stop all this. Let me see. Here we go. Okay, that's it. I'm done. Thank you for listening. I will be back soon.